0: Greetings from the mothership here in Urbana, Indiana. I'm your host, Russ Bauer. Welcome to my Pipe Dreams podcast presented by Calenborn Abresist Corporation. In the upcoming podcasts, we will explore the 100-year history of Calenborn CalProtect, the 50-year history of Abresist, and my 45-year affiliation with KAC and Calenborn International. We'll also talk with the employees, the customers, suppliers, and we'll chat about applications that we've enjoyed over the years. We are on our 13th podcast, and we hope you've enjoyed them all. As always, you'll find more information about Calenborn Aversist on our US, U.S. website, calenborn.us, and you can find out more about our parent company, Callenborn International, at calenborn.com. Today's guest is Troy Ray. Troy is our CFO here at Callenborn Abrasist in Indiana. He has been with the company about seven and a half years, and uh, sets in the big front office and uh, takes care of our money. So, welcome, Troy. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, so I, I, I've known you now for about seven and a half years. Tell, I know a little bit about you, but uh, I always ask people, tell me where you're from, where you went to school, hobbies, family, sports, favorite food, just things like that. I know you were in the military as well, and I'm, I appreciate that. If we can just touch on some of that stuff for a few minutes and tell us who you are and what you like.
1: Sure. So uh, I have always basically lived in Indiana. I'm actually uh, been in the Wells county area uh, pretty much all my life besides being in the military uh, went to Southern Wells high School um, and went to college uh, at IPFW on the uh, IU side of things so um, which which makes me kind of a IU fan I like the basketball so'm I'm, I'm really into that and watching basketball and But, uh, yeah, I went into the military uh, right out of high school, 1988, whenever I graduated and uh, spent time in the military for four years and got out and went to school and uh, went to college at the same time and uh, met my wife, uh, who also was from Wells County. She went to Norwell and so... Pretty much, pretty much been here the, the whole time. I uh, had some other jobs that I worked in around the Fort Wayne area, and uh, the opportunity opened up at Callenborn, and uh, here I am.
0: Mm-hmm. You have a degree in some sort of finance I or do. business? I
1: have a, a bachelor's degree in accounting mm-hmm. and a master's degree in business. Awesome. Um, bachelor's degree was, again, from from the IU side of IPFW, and master's degree for was from Indiana Wesleyan University.
0: Nice. Very well-respected school. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And the jobs you had prior to Aberyst, uh, without going into a lot of detail, were they financial as well, mostly? Yeah. They
1: were. They so, were
0: financial. So you're a numbers guy from the day one, apparently. Was that something you were interested in high school, or did you pick that up after you got out of the service?
1: uh I always been been a uh numbers cruncher I guess I yeah. uh, yeah. always enjoyed that the math side of sure. things so uh, it's it's just fell into place that yeah. way
0: Me too I I was uh I was also a number guy still am as you know well I t- I keep track of a lot of numbers uh, always enjoyed it in school I was uh in the debate club and chess club and the whole nine yards so I we probably don't have that much difference uh, in the background as far as uh uh, what we what we did when we were young. I was pretty uh, introverted, believe it or not, and probably didn't talk much till I was again out of the service. Like you, I kind of I kind of learned uh, to uh, to get along with people here at Callenmore, and I I came to the shop very introverted, came into sales and became whatever I am now. So so uh, I, I kind of get it. I, I understand the the numbers thing a lot, and it's a it's a peculiar. Uh, interest, I think. Not many people have it. We're fortunate that we do because uh, I think it makes life more satisfactory when you understand the numbers that we dance around every day. A couple of kids, I heard. Yeah.
1: Yes. I have a uh, daughter uh, that is 20 years old and I have a son that's that's soon to be 15 years old. No
0: kidding, yeah. daughter going to college. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: she yeah. attends Cedarville University in Ohio.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And and how far in Ohio is that? My, my my family lives in Ohio as well.
1: Yeah, it's about two and a half hours. Uh, it's just a little bit south of Dayton.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter goes to Ohio State, which is about an hour and a half north of Columbus. Near you know, getting up in there. So so they're not not too far apart. My granddaughter is 20. She'll be 21 in September, so pretty similar ages. Um, You you said you like basketball. Did you play basketball? I didn't. I I I did not.
1: I I, did not. I I wasn't big enough or fast enough. (laughs) That (laughs) was me as well. I wasn't tall enough to uh, to to be on the team, but I I enjoyed it on the side, intramural. Uh,
0: As do I. I love I love watching basketball and football, of course. And I played a little volleyball and softball later in life when I when I grew, but in school I wasn't uh, physically. Uh, the right guy to play any kind of sports. So you're a IU fan, a big one. That's correct. Yeah, I saw some stuff in your office. Well, I'm a Purdue alum, so there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And if you, if you all don't know what we're talking about, IU and Purdue here in Indiana, two very close schools in proximity to each other and very, very competitive in all sports. For some reason, uh, those two of all the colleges in Indiana, Ball State, Notre Dame, et cetera, et cetera, uh Purdue and IU have quite a quite a rivalry we have an open bucket that we pass around for 50 or 60 or 100 years for all i remember but uh, that's interesting i didn't realize you were such a big iU fan um okay so let's let's go back a little bit you came to asist seven and a half years ago you came in as our accounting guy i don't remember what the exact title or whatever it was but we had a guy in here an accountant per, Uh, just a regular kind of accountant guy and we always liked that guy but we always thought maybe his abilities were maybe not growing with the company. So you came in, found what?
1: Uh, (laughs) I came in as a director of finance is what I was hired in as uh, and kind of uh, just started out doing a little bit of Forensic accounting, if you will, sure. looking at the numbers, researching the numbers, and uh, unfortunately found some uh, some some numbers that uh, weren't exactly adding up, and uh, led to uh, some other other things that uh, uh, unfortunately created, I guess, uh, uh, some some issues here with with the uh, others that were in charge. And uh, long story short, someone was. Let go, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it was all due to just coming in and and looking at the numbers, seeing mm-hmm. what kind of financial numbers Callenborn had going.
0: the the common The common uh, gist of the story was it wasn't anything necessarily illegal going on, particularly, but it was just it was just not correct, not correct accounting practices, is what I is what I'd like to believe. So we 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 appreciate that. I know as a as a numbers guy myself, I have been suspect of uh, several accounting guys we've had over the years, going clear back to the beginning, a guy that I didn't, still don't like to this day that uh, always finagled with the numbers. And we had a couple other guys that we had to let go because of, again, uh, in- incorrect accounting practices, I guess. Nothing really bad, but just not, not good enough to bring us into the future, into the company that we are today. So obviously, we appreciate that. We, we, we knew something was up, and we're glad you found it. Since then, what's happened? Everything's transparent. I know exactly what's going on on, and I think everybody else in the company does. Callenborn Abresist provides wear-resistant linings with excellent abrasion and impact resistance, specifically constructed for use wherever wear and abrasion are a problem. Let's get started on our next lining project. Visit Callenborn.us.
1: Actually, the the transition. So I came in February of 2016. Um, by July of, of 2016, our, our numbers were were looking a little bit uh, uh, very much uh, not not very good. And um, after taking over, actually the the president, current president Craig Friendaway, whenever he stepped in and he made some adjustments. We also looked at our our costing. Uh, procedures and and based on my prior position and the uh, the uh, some of the tools that I had from there I brought that in and we were able to implement that and it really gave us an opportunity to turn things around by the end of the year we were we were on track and and just started building from there so Mm
0: -hmm. um, well I think I think the I guess my opinion as the sales guy at the time we always felt like the sales were there, the, the money was there, but we weren't sure how it was being tracked or kept. Uh, nobody knew. And, and that was a, a bothersome problem for especially a guy like me. Uh, I know when you came in, we started having uh, uh, meetings that you sat in and you read the finances to us. So everybody in the company knew how much was in the bank, uh, how much we made last week, uh, what was paid, what was – so So a regular, if you will, treasurer's report, which i am been set on several not-for-profit boards, and the treasurer's report is probably one of the most important portions of every meeting so that everybody knows what's going on. And I know <clears throat> soon after you came, it became much more transparent and uh, certainly uh, – uh, easier for the people to understand, the, the non-numbers people. So, so again, we, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, we also, one of the things that I learned since you've been here is we tracked our costs, our, our expenditures much closer, and in, in that end, we seem to have a little more money. And we were able to upgrade some of the things in the company. Uh, we learned that some of the things we were selling were not for enough and some of the things we were selling we were charging too much. So I believe you and Craig and, and Scott and whoever all was involved came up with a, a plan to, to accurately track the costs of all the pipe and the flanges and all these things so that every week at the production meeting we knew where we were at financially. And that allowed me, as a sales guy, to know that hey, that pipe I sold last week wasn't enough money for it, and in order to make the the profit that we aspire to every year, so um, that transition we had a that ERP system that we have. I think that's what it's called. You mm-hmm. can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a some sort of a computer system that tracks everything.
1: Yes, pretty much. It uh, actually tracks our are uh, all the finances and everything at a uh, track uh, flanges,
0: it, pipes, gallons of paint, inventory
1: all everything. the way to the part of, of yeah your payables, your receivables, all of it is part of that ERP system so.
0: and, and and when we, when you got here, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably over speak here, but we felt like it was not being run correctly or, or we didn't know how to run it maybe that's the best way to put it. you were you have since helped get that thing pretty much on track. Is that, is that a correct statement? I mean,
1: yeah, I, I actually, uh, with, with the, uh, the team that we hadn't had in place or, or that we, we put in place, uh, really allowed us to start looking at those numbers more closely. Um, I guess the, the key thing to keep in mind with an ERP system is, is garbage in is garbage out. Mm-hmm. So sure. if, if, the the numbers aren't correct as you're putting them in, into that system, you're not going to get right. the right numbers out.
0: So. And, and that's what I was alluding to earlier. I, as I said, I don't think anything was necessarily illegal going on, but I just think it wasn't being done correctly. And once we got a hold of that, we we were able to understand and I and I, I say we I'm talking about me, the shop guy, the janitor, the president, everybody knew what was going on and I think that's huge in a company like this to be able to be absolutely transparent. We learned a lot of things about costing, about keeping track of man hours, and so forth. And today, I, I can I can easily say, we're more profitable by immense amount. Like maybe five times. I don't know how many times more profitably we than we were 15, 20 years ago. So uh, part of that again is learning the learning curve uh, as far as with the RP system and also with. Uh, the sales guys and the estimators knowing exactly what a part costs and what we have to have to, as far as a sales dollar for that to be to maintain our seven or nine or 12 percent profit pure profit that we want after taxes so um you know we we uh we we, we know that's a hard job <laughs> we know it's not a popular job sometimes but uh i think we can all appreciate what it is that uh what it is you've done so um, tell me, okay. So, so the last the last question I always have is, what's happening next? I mean, here you know, I've retired. Steve's retired. Uh, Craig's a few years from retirement. You're a young guy ish. What uh, what's what's your future? Do you? I mean, I, I I all of us plan to stay here forever. I I think because that's what I did. I assume that's probably what you're looking for. Hang right. around. Hang around. Definitely,
1: and- definitely looking to. Uh- continue to build off of what we've, we've done here. And, uh, just to also, uh, as, as we do get older, as, as, like you said, Craig will be leaving and everything. Um, obviously, obviously my time's a little bit longer than hopefully Craig's is, uh, on being here, but, uh, also continuing to bring in, bring in the new knowledge. Um, that again, I mentioned, uh, some of the tools that I brought in from my prior job, but, I, I think it's important sometimes to bring in those those kids that are out of college and and things like that to where they can actually bring that new perspective mm-hmm. and bring the new new new, new things to to Callenborn to where we can continue to sure. grow.
0: New set of eyes. You that's know that's correct. that's a, that's important. I've always been that Believe it or not, as old as I am, I've always been really open to suggestions. I really like to learn stuff and I like it when somebody comes in and questions and, and, uh, and because, it, because it makes you think. And I know, and, and again, old guy in the company, but we had the same crew for so many years that always felt, I always felt like we were kind of stagnant and just not growing and not uh, f- fulfilling our full potential. And, and when Craig came in, and, and we talked about this in Craig's podcast, I could have went either way. I could have said, oh, "I don't want to. I don't want to be part of that. I like it the way it is." But I'm not that guy, believe it or not. So I, I, like to learn things, and I like to progress, and I love the fact that when I left this company, a year ago, sorta of, kind of left, uh, it was in the best shape it's ever been, and I'm watching the numbers this year, and uh, spectacular year so far. We're we're in our in our into our eighth month, so I think the first six month uh, report to the uh, ownership will be quite good, again, and uh, we appreciate the fact that you have some input into that. Uh, Obviously, our sales guys, our estimators, our shop guys, everybody in the company is working hard to make sure that this place is successful so that you have 10 more years, 15, whatever you want, and uh, some of the younger guys uh, that are coming up behind you have an opportunity to, number one, feed their families, and number two, work for a very successful company and be proud of it. So uh I I I uh, I always want to give you a couple of minutes I kind of give you the last word before I before I cut this off so if you, if you have anything else to to add uh a lot of people listen to this a lot of my friends a lot of my family a lot of uh, folks all over the world a lot of my customers listen to this and the finance side is quite often one thing nobody knows anything about so so uh you could tell us one secret if you want keep it generic but but just give us kind of a general uh uh outgoing statement of what you think of this company and and your time here and the people and so forth
1: no i, I uh, Callenborn has been just a, uh, a great place for me as well to grow and uh, to learn to use the uh, financial knowledge that I have but to uh, just to be able to to again study those numbers look at those numbers we've been able to uh, make improvements across the border. So not just the financial, uh, improvements, but, uh, but also looking at all the different departments, as you mentioned, uh, you know, Craig's made the improvements he has, Scott's made the improvements he has sales. Uh, we, we can just go to each department and that's really what's, what's continued to help us and continue to allow us to grow. But one of the key things is, is just being able to provide the numbers in a, uh, timely timely fashion and and that's been done with with my whole team but that was one thing that whenever I came in some of those numbers were 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 months uh, behind schedule and in, in providing the numbers to where no one was really able to see where we were at to make wise decisions and good decisions for the business we've corrected that since yeah, then I, and I it's forgot been about key. that part
0: every yeah. statement was months and months behind
1: so, that's correct good
0: so, good I forgot Awesome. Well, appreciate it. Um, as I said, just a quick look into the financial side of the business. Uh, uh, very uh, proud of where we are as a company. As I said, I'm, I couldn't be happier to have, to have you know semi-retired at a better time. Uh, I thank the management team and Dr. Mauritz for allowing me to be still part of it, to be uh, the, the the brand ambassador, marketing guy that I am. I really enjoy this a lot, and uh, I've been able to reach out to a lot of people. Across the world and uh, let them know I'm still kicking and still enjoying Callenborn and what a spectacular uh, spot to uh, to 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 work for. So again, thank you. I hope everybody's enjoyed our chat with Troy. Uh, We're proud to be able to have one-on-one chats with our senior management teams. Uh, Troy is third of the three uh, managers here, not necessarily in that order, but just dependent on. on opportunity more than anything else. So you've now heard a podcast from our top three guys, as well as the owner, Dr. Mauritz. That was my first podcast. So uh, if you don't know enough about Abresist by now or Callenborn Abresist by now, you're not paying attention. So uh, appreciate it. hope you keep listening. Uh, stay tuned for this channel. Lots of upcoming podcasts. I hope to do this for a couple more years. Uh, next time, we're going to talk to some of the shop guys. We're going to be diving into some of the services we do, field service. Uh, things like that, Uh, our spray machines and interesting tile things that shop guys do. And uh, we're also going to uh, get involved a little bit more with my family. I intend to interview my dad here pretty soon. So uh, that'll be fun and interesting to hear what his opinion of Abresist, or Caliborn Abrazist has been over the last 45 years I've been hanging around here. So stay tuned. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, we have a great Facebook page, we have a great LinkedIn page at Callenborn Abrazes USA, and on LinkedIn it is Callenborn Abrazes Corporation. Thanks for listening. Certainly we'll see you next time. And don't forget, laugh often and lead a rare life. Podcast is produced and edited by Up There Media, my buddy Dane.